Welcome to another episode of What We Doing, and we doing it again. It's your boy, H.T. Sim. Mr. Mix. And we are here today, man. How you doing, Mr. Mix? Man, cannot complain. I'm all right this week. How you doing, bro? Man, I'm living. I'm living. So today, we're going to talk about this whole Jay-Z and the NFL partnership deal. Man, did that escalate quickly. Man. Man, that got out of hand fast. If Man. you don't know, let them know how it is, Mick. Let them know what it is. All right, on. so I'm going to give you some background on the entire situation so you know what's going on. All right. So this week, uh, the NFL called Rock Nation, not Jay-Z. They called Rock Nation, which is Jay-Z's company, uh, to do a deal for entertainment for the Super Bowl and other events that they're going to be having and also to kind of kick off a campaign. Who better to call? Jay has interest in the league, and he's also an entertainer, and he has entertainers on his roster, so it makes all the sense in the world, right? Well, before that, uh, they were boycotting the NFL due to the Colin Kaepernick situation. Mm -hmm. So for the Super Bowl and other events, uh, there were certain people that were approached and Jay-Z, under using his power and authority, said, hey, man, we're not going to do that this year. We're not going to be, we're going to support Cap. Um, and until they, you know, do right by Cap, then we will then, you know, participate with the NFL, this, that, and the third. Right. So since then, Cap has gotten his, his settlement mm -hmm. and signed an NBA, which is a gag order. Now, it was through arbitration, which I've, told, I've been told, was his only course of legal action was arbitration uh, for a collusion case against oh, yeah. all 32 owners. So he basically said all, all 32 owners uh, colluded against him to make sure that he, he stayed out the lead. What happened with that case was he had some evidence substantial enough to take the court. Mm -hmm. They settled out of court for an untold amount of money, uh, millions of dollars or whatever. So for me, I don't know about nobody else, for me, I was done with it. Right. Yeah, yeah. I, I was cool. Yeah, yeah. You got yeah, your money. Yep. The NFL admitted that they could, could you know, colluded yeah, against yeah, you. Yep. So we done, right? Yep. We, you know, let's let's move on. Let's let's do what we got to do, right? So Jay goes in. He talks to the NFL. He invites black journalists in. It's important point. So mm -hmm. he invites black journalists in. One being prominent, uh, you know, Breakfast Club, uh, Charlemagne and God, and of course the questions about. Colin Kaepernick comes up like, hey, as they should. If if you guys are going to be doing something, because one of the other caveats to this deal was Jay Jay basically said at the negotiating table that look, we're going to do some stuff with social justice. You know what I'm saying? Right. So we're going to do some we're going to do some stuff with social justice to ensure that we take the next steps and we don't have another. Colin Kaepernick situation, right? Right. So he right. kind of brings that to the negotiating table. In bringing that to the negotiating table, then people get outraged because they hear social justice, and the question is then posed: Well, how can you talk social justice if Colin Kaepernick was blackballed from the league? See, and okay, okay, and that's my thing. It's called social justice. That's why he's there because there was injustice. There's been a history of this. There's in the NFL, their uh, conduct policy is up in the air. Some people get, you know, the domestic violence deal. That's a different uh, 
suspension. Then they sometimes want to be with the police. Sometimes they don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, higher profile teams have because every NFL team has these issues. It's just the ones that let it leak out and all this. There's a big problem in the NFL. Period. There was a kicker. Uh, named, I wanted to say his name was Josh Brown. If I'm yep. wrong, forgive me. Josh Brown whooping his wife's ass for years. Years at, at an NFL event. He got kicked out of a hotel mm-hmm. for domestic violence complaint by the NFL. Keep going. So, you never hear nothing about that to the end of his career almost. So, yes, there is somebody, there's a problem with the NFL in comparison to the NBA, which handles their issues immediately. Yes, they do have to come out for the national anthem, but if they want to protest, if they want to say something outside the NBA as far as podcast, if they want to voice their opinion, use their platform to try to write it, they do. So the NFL is a mess. Jay-Z, he, he sees the issue, try to get try to get in. So yeah, at first, like we were talking before, if you're outraged because of this and you thought that Jay-Z making sure that the proper people perform the Super Bowl was an answer to anything, I apologize. The first thing they wanted the NFL want to do is make sure they can put on a show. Right. Okay. Because it's entertainment at the end of the day. It's entertainment at the end of the day. Right. Jay-Z saw an opportunity to become an owner in the NFL. Right. Why? How, who passed up that opportunity? Why would you pass up that opportunity? You can leverage your way. Social justice. We, we can see what he's doing with Robert Kraft, how Robert Kraft helped Meek in his situation and all this. And I'm glad you brought that up. So let, let, me, let me answer your question. Um, so we po- I posed this question in our group, uh, what we doing at Facebook. And basically, we were going to be talking about this today. And we wanted to hear kind of your thoughts on it and whatnot. So we got great conversation, great debates, great back and forth with, with, with some of the you know, people that we have in our groups. Very intelligent conversations. Nothing ever gets out, you know, crazy or out of hand. Everything kind of comes from a place of intellect, which I enjoy. Because, again, this is a layered conversation. Right, right. This ain't just a a right or wrong or one way or another way conversation. This is layered. So one of the things that some that that one of the uh, people in the group brought up was it's the appearance. Okay. So the appearance is that they are using Jay to silence Cap. That's the appearance. Uh, okay. My pushback to that is this. If you know Jay, if you know Jay-Z's career, mm. whether you're a fan or not, if you just know his career, Everything since he stepped into the game, he owned his own record label. Right. He's president of Def Jam. Right. President of Rock Nation. Like you see where this is going. Yeah, oh he's yeah. always been an owner or a president of everything that he's done That's since right. he stepped into the league. So why at this point would he do a part? Again, he's doing a partnership. He doesn't work for the NFL. Partnership. He's doing a partnership, partnership with the NFL. As in, I own my shit and I'm gonna help y'all with y'all shit right. so we can get this shit together. Right. He's doing a partnership with the NFL. And in doing that partnership with the NFL, he's looking at, okay, can I become an owner? And what what is the criteria to become an owner? Well, you had to have had some type of ownership stake in a franchise before. I did yeah, with, the no Brooklyn, with the Brooklyn Nets back in 2013. Like, everything was planned right. and plotted right. to get to this point. Right. But people are just looking at it from the standpoint of Cap was the symbol. Cap was the sacrificial lamb, if you will. Cat was the one that kind of put it on the line and ended up giving up his career uh, for change. Mm-hmm. It's, it's how people are looking at it. Okay. Now, here's my two cents on it. Just being 1,000% real with you. What Cap did was dope. Yes. What Cap did, we agree with. Yes. 
what Cap get, did made me stop watching the NFL for a while. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, those things are true, and I and you you boycotted you you yeah. said fuck it as well, right? Yep, I did. So we I both did. said yeah. we not rocking with right, it right. until you know and right, right. mind you, come from a family where football is like football is a family business for us. Had a nephew that that played in the NFL that played for the Dallas Cowboys. Rest in, rest in peace, Jerry Brown. So this is it, it, it's different for me mm-hmm. because I have friends that have played played in the league. I have family that played in the league. I played football since the, since the age of nine. I know the game. My father coached the game. My brother coached the game. The game is is a part of my life, right? Right. Fuck that. If you talking black and brown, fuck that. Black folks getting killed in the street, then it's not even close. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm on that train all day yep. long. I agree. Yep. I'm with yep. Cap, right? Yep. Cap, boycott. Uh, Niels gets blackballed. We boycott. He gets a settlement. Mm-hmm. Now here's something interesting about the settlement. It's a guy by the it's a rapper by the name of Mike Sign. If you mm-hmm. don't follow him, follow him on IG. His name is Mike Sign. He's from the Bronx. Had a had an incredible freestyle on uh Funk Master Flex. Crazy freestyle. I'll even post it in the group for you. Um Mike Sign was one of the ones that was with the Justice League mm-hmm. that was that called for the boycott. Right. When Mike Sign called for the boycott, they went out, they went uh sat on the NFL uh headquarters steps. Hey man, we are boycotting y'all until y'all get Colin Kaepernick a job. That's when it became mm-hmm. about Colin Kaepernick a job. This whole thing was about police brutality, right? And people being killed un- unjustly by the legal system. That's first and foremost, right? So my son comes out and says, when Cap gets his settlement, he didn't call us. He didn't call anybody, right? He didn't say, hey, we still boycotting. We not boycotting. This is what I'm doing. This is what we not doing. Because again, throughout this entire process, he's been kind of quiet. Yep. Now, there have been people speaking on his behalf. Eric Reed from the Panthers has been speaking on his behalf. Mm-hmm. His girl Nessa, mm-hmm. his girl Nessa has been speaking on, on his behalf. Now, let me say this. Don't disagree with them. Because if it's my homeboy, we ride until the wheels fall. Right, right, right. I don't I'm not blaming them or I'm not mad at them for what they're saying. Where I disagree and where we two two ways where I gr- disagree. One, why always in hip hop and in our culture when we have a disagreement, can't we do that in pu- in private? Okay, Why can't true. a phone call be made? You true, work for Hot true. 97. You work for true. the most powerful or the second most powerful mm-hmm. radio station. Mm-hmm. Shit. Maybe in the world. Right, right. You can't call. You can't true. You can't call and say, let's have that conversation. Yep. Like, what's going on, Jay? Da, right, da, 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 da. Right, and right. have that conversation in private as opposed to having it to where now you got to split. You're trying to split, you know what I'm saying, us into either we with Cap yeah, or we yeah, not yeah. as opposed to, so, are we working towards the same goal? Okay, so check this out. This is what this is, and let me. I'm gonna have to say this a few times for people who are just listening. But if, if you're coming from one of our groups, you know I'm not a Jay Z music fan at all. I'm just not. But if you looking at how you say Jay Z burying Cap, how? Okay, so check it. Let's use this NFL sports terms. Mm-hmm. The Cleveland Browns of right now are the Baltimore Ravens, right? The Cleveland Browns, the Baltimore Ravens are the Cleveland Browns. The Cleveland Browns right now is an expansion team. Right, that's the history of the Browns, correct? Mm-hmm. So, if we know that history, how can we bury what's going on? Whatever JG does going forward, how does that bury Cap and what he did and how we got there? How does that cut that off? That's that's my pushback. You can't bury that. His origin is always going to be his origin. Yeah. So if he's moving forward and he leveraged his way, and this is all leverage, yeah, it might see. I think one of the deals is when people start getting this, into this. Uh, you know, uproar. 
about these type of things. Mm -hmm. Everybody knows the phrase, it's uh, chestnut checkers, right? Chestnut People checkers, love baby. to say it, love it, love to say it. But when they see it in action, it's seeing something slick about it, right? Yeah. When they see it in action. So if you don't understand that move, it might seem like some backhanded uh, move. But if this is truly chess, that was a, a left to the right, right to the king to make to make change. Right. Now we have now I will even give you the pushback if this was Jay's first attempt of using social justice. You see the work he did with me. All right, you understand what he's done to help people now, out. Now, Paul, mm. stop there. Explain it. Talk, talk, talk to folks that that are listening about what he did with Meek and how he helped Meek using the NBA and partly the NFL. Robert Kraft, who's the owner of the Patriots, mm -hmm. which Trump supporters, by the way, FYI, mm -hmm. right, but right. he used them for social justice. He used them in criminal reform. So go, go so, ahead, and that's what I'm talking about. We making sure that the the judge that Meek was having issues with was properly exposed. Mm -hmm. You know, putting money into a, a fund so he can always have the resources to fight these type of cases. Mm -hmm. uh, making sure that not only me, but other folks that are was wrongly accused or going through the legal process have a fund that they can possibly tap into to get the proper representation so they can get out. Mm -hmm. Right? So now look at what that did for the image of Robert Kraft. Yeah. Which, no matter what you think about the Patriots, again, I'm not a fan of the Patriots. Nope. Uh, Robert Kraft's entire image changed. Once he saw the results of making his involvement with it, that exactly. was we didn't have an uproar at that. We didn't even hear an uproar on the other side of the dominant uh, community about Robert Kraft dealing with Jake. Nothing. Everybody like that's great, yeah. good stuff. At that right there, everybody felt a little sigh of relief. Like, well, at least somebody get it. And then my man, um, that owned the Sixers, we bring him up a lot. And I keep forgetting his name. I'm gonna look him up. Uh, so Michael, just say the, the, the let's just say the owner of the Sixers. What he uh, his involvement, all that. Look at that connection of people and what they truly are doing, not just for show. We can see the results, the results of that. So we can take that force into the one of the places that we are complaining about, not the NBA, because the players in the NBA, that's going to be a natural progression to ownership. LeBron's going to be an owner. There's going to be a few folks that are just going to progress in ownership. But the NFL looked just like a plantation, where there's not going to be any type of uh, minority ownership. And Jay uh, walks right to that front door with everything in hand, saying, not only can I help your image, as a partnership, we can all help each other moving forward. Mm -hmm. And now, my only my only deal with that is, yes, I have boycotted uh, because of the nonsense. Now, the, for a person like me that has been taken off, that uh, was, was involved in the NFL, I'm talking about fantasy football, I'm talking about uh, the Sunday ticket, I'm talking about going to Charlotte to see games, you yeah. know what I'm saying, yeah, yeah. stuff like that, yeah. going to San Francisco to see games, that yeah. type of stuff. Yeah, yeah. So for me to cut all that off, but I'm just not going to rush back because I see one no, yeah. iota of yeah, no, progress, no, you know what I'm saying? Nor should you, nor should you. Um, and that owner's name is Michael Rubin. He's Michael the co Rubin. Michael Rubin, he's the co-owner He's the co -owner of the 76ers. So... They got together, Jay, Robert Kraft, Michael Rubin, and also a co-owner, uh, Clara Wu, mm -hmm. of uh, the Nets. And they created the Reform Alliance. Yes. And what they're doing is they're working specifically on criminal justice reform uh, to for folks that have been um, extended sentences, 
any anything that has to do with unjust treatment within the legal system. Bogus that they can write. Violations and stuff probation like violations. Violations. People being like on probation for 10, 12, 15 years. Which is minor fuck, offenses. Which is fucking ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, falsely accused. Because, again, Jay, Jay also did a, a documentary with the Khalif brought, uh Brother situation, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Talking about this and trying to get Riker shut, shut down. So I understand both sides of it, right? Mm-hmm. Right. I understand why folks are mad and why Nessa was mad and the whole nine. But for me, my my kind of counter to her was I don't give a shit if Colin gets a job or not. That's not to say that I don't want that Colin is not being mm-hmm. unfairly done because he is. Right. He is better than a lot of quarterbacks that are playing in the league right now. No doubt. Yeah, like, yeah. no doubt in my yeah. mind. But two things. One, you sued the company you worked for. Mm-hmm. That doesn't always go the way that right, you think right, it's going right. to go. That's just me being real. Right. Now, right or wrong, we can throw that. Like, feelings, we can throw that out the window. Yeah. If you sue me, if I work for you, if you work for, for mm. what we do in radio, STL, and you say that we did something wrong to you, right or wrong, and you sue us, and then you turn around and say, but can I still keep my show? Can you understand yeah, if that shit may be a no? That's that's what I'm saying. <laughs> and let's leave it, even, and that's real in, in all cases. Let's also think about the long-term effects of football. If you're Colin Kaepernick, right, and we know what long-term effects of getting hit. And, yeah, the well, concussion uh, protocols. The protocols yeah, and all that type of yeah. stuff. If you came up to a number to where you found satisfactory for your living going forward, and you can escape the dangers of, of football, the injuries, uh, you know, the possible CTE and all that type of stuff. You can walk away clean. I think that's a win. I would too. The biggest thing that I get, I guess, that they're talking about, Eric Reed and Nessa are talking about, is he lost his livelihood. Okay. I, okay, I get that. He right, lost his livelihood. Right. He he trained and he he should be in the league and and he should be on a roster mm. and all of this should 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 talk. And I get it. And it, and. I'm with him on that. However, however, comma, the second thing was, and this is me as a football fan. When the last time you seen any tape on him? Exactly. Did he go to? Did he go to Canada? Like Warren, so Warren Moon, Warren, Warren Moon went to Canada. Yep. And lit it the fuck up. Yep. And then got back in the NFL. Kirk Warner had to go to Canada. And light it the fuck up. Football league. Arena football. Like. Yep. Playing football somewhere so we at least have tape on you and we know that you healthy. Mm-hmm. We know that you still going. We know now the counter to that is no, they wouldn't even give him the opportunity to walk into the door. And that could be football league, right? And that could be the, the case as far as the NFL. They yeah. wouldn't even give the yeah, opportunity yeah, yeah, yeah. to get a tryout to walk into the door. But there were other leagues that he could have walked into mm-hmm. just so you can get something on film and we can see how good you are. And then that would have gave you a much better case to be able to say, no, 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 no. I'm lighting shit up. I'm throwing for 300, 400 yards a Look game. I'm running for I'm 100. I'm trying. I'm in, that, I'm in Canada lighting them up. Yeah. This is, this is nothing to me. Yeah. Like, this is nothing to me. I can keep doing it. This is cool. But you telling me that. I'm lighting this up. I can't do it in the NFL. Come on, right, now. right. I'm already, but but I'm that gives you. I'm already, I'm already a Super Bowl participating quarterback. That already happened. So then that gives you that gives you leverage because the whole yeah. the whole situation that I was talking about with with this situation that was really frustrating me when I was hearing people talk is Colin lost leverage. Yeah. What I mean by leverage yeah. is this: in any business deal, in any business transaction or business situation. The person who has the most leverage usually comes out on top in that situation. Mm-hmm. A good business deal is what's called a win-win. 
You get something, I get something. I go to the store, I give them $2, they give me a water. I'm happy, they're happy. That's a good business transaction, right, right? right? When you're negotiating salary or you're negotiating your contract or negotiating anything in a sports uh, environment, then leverage matters, right? Mm. Ezekiel Elliott with the, with the Cowboys. Right. Right now, doesn't have a whole hell of a lot of leverage. Mm -hmm. They start losing games, and he doesn't play. Now he has leverage. Now he can go to Jerry Jones and go, see? All right, yeah. I, I'm worth every penny that I told y'all was worth, so y'all need to pay me. So when this whole issue came up, football wasn't the football wasn't the concentration. It was on it was on the social justice thing, and I was with him. I'm, I'm with okay. you, bro. So, so, check so it out. you make a Nike commercial that says, if I lose, like, like. Do the right thing, even if it means that you lose everything. Right, right. John Carlos didn't get a fucking Nike campaign. Muhammad Ali didn't get a Nike campaign. Like, the cast that came before you that did the same thing that you did didn't get so, a Nike campaign for $43 million when they took the stance that they took. Like, part of this is you got to lose something. So, check this out. Everybody's mad at, at boy, the boycott part of it as well. Yeah. But what is a contract holdout? What is that called? Reality. What are you doing? You're you, right. You're what is it, what happens every year? For the every year, you can guarantee that at least two, three, four, five players are going to boycott the entire goddamn season until they get their money. Yeah, they not. I'm that's, not. That's common practice. You can you can name who getting ready to do it. We saw the Zeke thing coming. We saw uh, when uh, Le'Veon Bell. We saw that coming. Like he, because you know why the game is too dangerous for me to be playing around and not getting the money that's owed to me in this game. So I'm all stand on the, I'm principle. But that's the, you got they can understand that part. That's the game they get that. Right. But when you're doing it for something outside of football, now you're confused. Yeah. And that's again, that was the parts that I. Those were the parts that I was looking at because again, a support cap all day long. What he did and what he's standing for, we don't stand against. And newsflash. During that interview, when they were talking to Jay and they were talking about this shit, Jay said it several times. You should see you should continue to boycott. Mm. You should continue to kneel. You should continue to do that shit. And then they came back and said, but nah, but he wrong for doing business with the same think, people that he wants a job from. Like he wants it. a job from them. Think about that. Think about that. Think about let's just think about how that made sense. All the way around, like you say, it's a win-win. Yeah. The way this is set up for the NFL, the way this is all the way around the board, it's a win for everybody. Right. It's the NFL trying to get to prepare his image with a person they can feel comfortable with having the right influence. You have Jay become an ownership, uh, and everybody can – somebody's going to bring somebody back to football, and everybody's going to make a profit. So yeah. let me ask you this. If we are going to take a stand mm -hmm. now right. that we, you know, however you feel, how hard is to stand if somebody new to the game that truly understands what's going on? Say, yeah, you, if you don't like it, cool. Don't worry about it. You should set, uh, still do what you do after make a profit. What kind of business structure is that? If he can say, hey, if you, if you really believe that you should not, you know, participate in finance, it's great. Do that. You should. It's not going to affect my decision. So, that, so lets you, that lets you know off the gate. Like, the, the look, the boycott what was more was more symbolic than anything mm -hmm. and i get why people 
why I, I know I understood why I was doing it. I understood mm-hmm. what you was doing. I understood why a lot of people were doing it. Like we were, we were just sick of the bullshit. Yep. Like if you can stay, like if y'all can have Breast Cancer Awareness Month, mm-hmm. then why can't we have Social Justice Awareness Week or month or whatever and make it a purple color? And we talk about you know some of the some of the inequalities that are facing your seventy five percent African American workforce and any other workforce. You know what I'm saying? Like if you had a workforce that was seventy five percent. Uh, women, right. then women's issues would probably be important to so, you. So that was my whole thing about the NFL. You're not listening to your players. So if you're not listening to your players, then I ain't got time. For, I ain't listening to you. And, I ain't got time for and you. That's I'm not spending thing. money with you. And that's how that, I, that's part of it. And the second part is I would almost give it a pass if we if they were trying to figure out a model that works. Right? They're trying to put some pieces together. We know a model that works. It's the NBA and how they do it. We have a model in place that works. So when you try to find guys that's on, you know, everybody, I don't know if people know this. I know you know. But that NFL contract is a very finicky contract. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not very, guaranteed. Very, very, yeah, very yeah, yeah. Not guaranteed Not money. Uh, 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 to, yeah, man. Uh, Incentive-based, all this type of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So a lot of these guys can't play the games that the NBA guys can play. Yeah. And they, they're, they're guaranteed in the $220 million range. Yeah. So if they want to stand on something, they can't. So a lot of guys do it. Uh, they're trying to make sure they can still eat. Right. At the same time, if you you know there is a bit a model that works when it comes to this, and you're not employing it, right. and it's right there in your face, that was a big reason why I did what I do. So if you're coming back to that and say, all right, now we understand how we're supposed to do this, and we have a person that can lead us to a, can the best person for the job to lead us to where we're trying to be, where y'all want us to be. Because this is how I looked at it. The NFL was basically saying, look, man, we, we don't know what we're doing on this That's shit. That's right. There I don't go. know what we're doing there on this shit. You yeah. do. Yep. You're, you're somebody that that, mm-hmm. that we thought. Because, again, we're going to get into some of the objections and some of the things that people were saying. Like, I saw I saw a meme that had Kanye West and Trump and had Jay-Z and Roger Goodell. And they said, what's the difference? That's and crazy, I man. was like, bruh, if, if that's where y'all at, like, that is crazy. And, again, I don't subscribe to answer or speak to the lowest common denominator as far as intelligence and deductive reasoning and, mm-hmm. and not being able to figure mm-hmm. shit out like I don't want to speak mm-hmm. to you I actually want to have an intelligent conversation with people who are intelligent and that can articulate different sides of a subject it's you know just, what I'm saying I understand why people don't don't agree with Jay and and support cap I also understand why people support Jay and and again, I don't think it's a I don't think it's an either or I don't think you have to if you support Jay, it's fuck cap or or it's fuck cap if you support Jay. Yeah, I like I don't think I, it I had to be that. I don't think it, I don't see how it is that. I don't think it had to be that. No, and, no. and and we made it that because again, sometimes with us, we we the so, most vitriol is for for our own so boy. Let's let, let's talk about attention span. Then I mean, to your point about on the sides. Okay, so if we. Our, our, if we are trying to, you know, make sure that we come together as a community and move forward, mm-hmm. one thing we gotta do is quit siding on, you know, issues that's gonna help us all. Now, if in because of Nip's uh, untimely death, yeah, rest in peace to Nip and happy, happy birthday. birthday to him. We got we got people whose murder rates as a, as you know dealing with each other is through the roofs over decades, trying to find a way to be peaceful. Right. With bloods in the crypts. Right. right. Trying to find a way to be peaceful, and move forward because of the example that Nip set. Nip been able to do uh, great music with like YG and Kendrick and stuff like that, moving the side forward. 
if they can come come away and we talking murder at this point we not we talking right. people that are trained to see each other <coughs> and murder take lives yeah if they can find a way to come peace come together in a peaceful way and prosper why are we trying to divide something at a higher level that's not going to involve murder? It's right. just talking about progress uh, financially and how we get to that point. How we get to that different ways to get to how that. How do you side to that? How is there? How do you pick a side dude, to that, dude? It's been you know this has been going on since since we've gotten to this country. Mm-hmm. It's been divide and conquer. Mm-hmm. You know, it's been you know Marcus Garvey versus W. E. B. Du Bois. It, it's been that you know Booker T. Washington versus. You know, we've always had, you know, the Malcolm or Martin mm-hmm. debate, you, not knowing that they're, bro, both of them are working towards the, liber- See, you yep. know, the, the quality and liberation of black folks. Exactly. But the biggest thing that we got to talk about and kind of not shifting gears, but to take this conversation to a higher level, because we was just talking about, you know, fuck Cap or fuck Jay-Z nah, or who's that, right or who's no, wrong. That no, wouldn't be us. No, that's What I we mean. need to talk about is why are we as a community? So in love with symbols over progress. Symbols over progress. We wanna man, we will we will march and protest the shit out of something. Mm-hmm. And then the minute it's like, all right, now let's pass some legislation to actually get to make the change happen. Oh, you working with the white folks. Wait, what? Wait, what? Wait, what? Oh, so so do we want change or do we do we, we want not look, want change? Do we want to what we're, oh, oh, what we are we looking wanna, like? Right. What, what are we looking like? And that's the symbol of all. What does what is the opulence of it all? Right. Yeah. So yeah, it's cool. It's fashionable to go get your you know you got seeking stuff on. I have one itself. You know, it's fashionable. Yeah. And it looks like something's supposed to represent something. Right. But if you don't do any of the things that, that represent, and you know what it represents if you put it on, you know what it's supposed to be. Even if you are not well read in you know certain things, you know what it's supposed to be. If you're not living that type of way, you know what the fraud is. Progress means consistency. It means uh, awareness. It means pushing it through. Mm-hmm. A symbol you can start messing with as soon as it's inconvenient. Yeah. Progress you can't jump off. Right. Progress and... don't come with a light sometimes. Mm. Say that again. Progress don't come with a light sometimes. May not. But you know what it always is? It's a feeling. And always feeling when it's around. When you've been around people that come from a certain way and you they done what they do and they now they live a certain way and you mm-hmm. yeah, you remember when they was, you know, back to how they was, and you get around them now and you know the difference in the feeling of when you're around. All day. And what progress also is, and and, and the reason why I use symbol specifically, is because we have this thing about and and I like to call it the Jesus complex. Mm-hmm. We pick a messiah and we pick mm-hmm. one person. And we mm-hmm. ride with that person, mm-hmm. right or wrong, good or bad, and it's that person's responsibility to make all the change. Right. Instead of us having to make all the change. Right. So when I see anybody, I don't care who it is, and they're indivi- like you you see them individually out here fighting and trying to make change, I always cringe. And the reason why I cringe is because I know teams win championships, mm-hmm. not individuals. Yeah, no doubt. So with that, when you have someone like a Marcus Garvey or a Martin Luther King Jr. or a Malcolm X or a, you know, certain leaders 
that had individual movements and they were associated with those individual movements they're easier to take out yeah. than some something like the Black Panther Party that yeah. was a group of or the civil rights movement that was a group See, of like we got up. the group we gotta have unity and a code of conduct and we gotta operate as a group as a unit instead of us operating as individuals because again if you just take down an individual then nine times out of ten you take out the movement no doubt so I, I'm glad you brought that up because it's uh you said it was the Jesus complex but we have got to separate ourselves like you say to the the leader right that leader complex we yeah, see like man. you say Ooh. we see what is it has a i think the the, the number one thing that kind of i guess really shakes us from doing that is the fact that now you have to be 100 percent accountable for your actions right yeah so if you say i'm, I'm following this guy and he messes up well that was mm-hmm. on him now you know i didn't know that you could complete ignorance this, that, right that. but and then, of, and then in our culture, we cancel you. I'll cancel you. You're done. You did this, yeah. that, and the other. So I hope you did <laughs> yeah. your money right. You right. Did that, and the other. And uh, no matter what you do, uh, even if it's a mistake, I'm, we ain't talking, no R. Kill. I'm talking about honest mistakes that happen. No, I'm, but, I'm, but in general, look at how uh, the people that we can't, and we cancel all the work that they did too. That, right. Like, we cancel all the work that, that they built, did. That built a lot of different things, you know? Mm. So when you we get to that point, and we got to say, hey, this is just a person that's doing a great part for the overall goal. Right. So until, and I think that's, and not to tune on horn, but just, just a little bit. I feel like even though that we two cast from uh, St. Louis and we get on this mic and we talk these, these type, type of topics. Mm-hmm. Yes, we're trying to push the, uh, things forward. Yes, we're trying to make a profit on some of the things we do. But as long as you're part of the, the conversation and pushing it you're doing your part enough to have these conversations if you have someone at least a commitment to pushing these conversations making sure these conversations are still here you're part of the problem you know the feeling you see what i'm saying so if we got somebody that can not only understand that feeling get there like if it wasn't jay i say who yeah who? who if not if not in this particular instance because it has to do with entertainment mm-hmm. which is his lane right. it has to do with sports which is his lane then who better than than somebody who has that lane and that can walk in that room and that has independently and then we're gonna also talk about um some of the things that he's done like he paid uh Meek Mill's legal fees. That's what I'm he saying. He paid Lil Wayne's legal fees. Oh, that- he paid for um protesters in Baltimore. He he paid him and Beyonce, they paid for them to get out of like paid all of their bond. He paid for some protesters here, he paid for their bond. He paid for um, he's been financially supporting Trayvon uh, Trayvon Martin's family. He's been right. financially supporting. He financially gave to Colin Kaepernick's Know Your Rights camp. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. he's been doing the work. And and again, yes, I'm biased because I I am a fan and I pay attention to the man. But at the end of the day, honestly, if it's not about the progression of us as a community, and when I'm talking community, I'm talking black folks. If it's not mm-hmm. about a per- us progressing as a community I don't care who Because I don't know Any of them personally Right right So if He does some shit That's fi- like I rock with Steve Like I rock with Steve Harvey But when Steve Harvey Went up to talk to Trump I was one of the ones That was like Nah that ain't the move Why? Because you're not a politician bro. Right, right Not because you're not qualified And you not, you don't have Our best interests at heart But you playing politics Right Jay is playing in the lane that he's that he specializes in, so, which is he does social he he does social justice, he does sports, he does entertainment. So you're doing what you know to do. Right. I'm with that. If you don't, 
then when you do go in those rooms and you're talking to politicians or you do go and talk to Trump, take Farrakhan with you. Yeah. Take, you know what I'm saying? Take someone who can speak, who can speak to the pot, you know, take uh, Michael Eric Dyson with you. Take, uh, you know, Claude, Dr. Claude Claude Anderson, Dr. Claude with, Anderson you. with you. Take somebody who can speak the politics and, and that language so you, you're not getting duped when you walk into that room. So let's 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 you brought up two people in the same order that I feel is a prime example of uh, a representation of what's going on. This whole JC deal. It is Jay and Wayne. Jay is the progression. Wayne is the feeling. Like check it out. And I'll say this. Say this. Okay. Wayne, by all measures, should be close to Jay as far as rap status financially. Right. He should be. He should be. Like, he has the influence. He has the influence. He's been out here for a while. He's been on top of the game. He's been on top of the game when Jay couldn't get the top of the game. You Amen. know what I mean? True and uh, Jay set the blueprint. Why is Jay paying for Wayne's fees, helping Wayne out? Mm-hmm. How does you know why? Because he felt Wayne felt a certain way about the business he was in. Right? It was he was sold on the love of it, this, that, and the other. Jay came with the business of the business. So some of the cats said, look. You know, the Benny Siegels of the world and all that mm-hmm. type of stuff. Yeah. They claim bogus relationship with Jay. I'm like, okay, you might be right. But his setting in itself was there. So what part of that blueprint didn't you follow? Because uh, Bleak would tell you. He was like, I'm going to tell you why I didn't get with Jay. I was still too much tripping off this, that, and the other. Right. So if we, as a people, are looking like that, if we saying, hey, the obelisk of his Wayne, yeah, he's influential, he's rapper and all that, but what did he do to progress everything going forward? And... The question that you just posed is the question that I pose to anybody because, again, everybody always says, you know, nobody is above critique or nobody. And I'm, and I'm not saying that anybody is. But then my counter question to you would be, what have you done? Like what? Like I can't sit and I and it irritates my soul. Like just even from an entertainment standpoint, you'll hear a rapper or you'll see a rapper and a person rapping or whatever. And somebody on the sideline will be like. Yo, he trashed. Or yo, such and such trash. Right. Dog, have you ever tried to put the 16 together? Right. Have you do you know how hard it is? Have you ever been to the studio before? Do you know do you know what it takes to put to, to put together a record? Yeah, yeah. Do you know the difficulty that it takes to be this gifted or this talented or to continue to do the, it the, day the in and day out? The commitment. If you don't, then yeah, you can critique, but you gotta critique at a level that you that you are at. Yes. And what we do is we'll sit on the sideline not do shit mm. and then critique those that's in the game and say well no nah, if I would have had that money I would have did this dog you got the same 24 hours he got exactly you and, know what I'm saying so why why ain't you why ain't you donating or why ain't you talking to the NFL why ain't you doing this for cap why, why ain't what you, you, say, you know uh, what I'm rewind it what you say why didn't the NFL call you yeah why didn't they call you why didn't they call when you they, with the NFL which, which is everything you want to call it plantation you want to say ownership cool you know, all that. But cool you know, but, all, what I'm saying is with all that being said being true they still know knew like if they want to go down this route, they knew to call Jay. That's the only person that they didn't know Gucci, they didn't know uh anybody talking about. Yeah. They knew Jay. So to your point, if that's what you would have done, what are you doing to at least get to that point? Yeah, what are you least? doing right? What are you doing in your community to be the person that they can call so we can get some change done? Do you know who your aldermen are? Do you know who your Congress women and men are? Do you know who the folks that that are actually working on behalf on your behalf to make the change, and then what changes are you making in your community? Because right. at the end of the day, we can look at celebrities all day long and praise celebrities, or, or 
you know, say they cool, say they sellouts and all that and stuff on social media and kind of sit back, you know, throw a stone and hide your hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so yeah. What the fuck are you doing? So, like, what the fuck yeah, are you that's doing? That's what I'm talking about. So, let's talk about solutions now, right? Yeah. Let's talk about solutions. So, this J thing is happening. Uh, and let's just say, as of right now, we know for sure that, the, oh, this is going to go through. I don't see why it wouldn't, but things happen, you know, things go sideways. What what are some of the things that you want to see immediately happen as far as if he's ownership can make decisions? The CBA's coming up, the collective bargaining agreement. Can he get in as ownership in time to have those meetings, you think? I think he – so this is what I think – so to answer your question, is kind of twofold. This is what I think is going to happen, and this is what I would like to see happen. Okay. So what I – what I think this entire process was was this. Jay meets with the NFL. Jay gets a relationship with the NFL as a businessman. Jay then uses that relationship, leverages that relationship to get some of his objectives done. Social justice, um, prison reform, some things that he's already active in without the NFL. Mm-hmm. But now I get the, the shield of the NFL to work with me on these things and it gives me more leverage. Leverage is power. Mm-hmm. Right? I become an owner or I become a majority or, or a, a high enough minority owner to where I can make some noise. Mm-hmm. Uh, if Colin Kaepernick at that time doesn't have a job, guess what I can do? I can go to my GM and I can go to my coach and say, hey man, we're going to bring this guy in for, we're going to bring this guy in for a trial. Mm-hmm. Right? That's what I that's what I think the ultimate goal was. However, comma, mm-hmm. when the criticism came out and when folks came out and was calling, you know, blackface and coon and, and names was being thrown around, the which which I don't think that I don't think that Jay's going to be phased by that. Nah. But I think that <laughs> nah. people didn't do themselves a service by not picking up the phone to call the man. And, so, and I'm talking about famous people now. I'm right, talking right, about, right. you know, Sean Kings and, and those folks of the world that have these huge platforms that, bro, you've seen the work. You've been watching the work that mm-hmm. he's been doing. So if seeing the work that he's been doing and seeing the thing, again, and I, I don't know what you know about him personally, but you've seen the work that he's done. I think that's worth the phone call. I think that's worth the phone call to be able to say, hey, man, let me talk to him and see what he was thinking and mm-hmm. see what his mind was before I call him out publicly. Yep. That, it, that's but, me. See, but it, if you can call you might not be able to. You might not be able to, but you in their, their particular case, with the platforms that they have yeah. and the people that they talk to, they're in the same circles. They can get close enough. They say. can get close very, enough to be able to say, "Hey, man, let me get it." Let me, let yeah, me yeah. Get, you know, let me talk to somebody who knows Jay, who knows. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Who nobody. So that's what I think is going to happen, or that was the plan. What what I what I would like to see happen is with this partnership with the NFL. First and foremost, I want to see you earmark a dollar amount. Annually, mm-hmm. that goes into ju- criminal justice reform from this perspective and from this standpoint. Um, research, mm-hmm. prevention, and reform. Okay. So, giving those resources to communities in which we come from in NBA, say like NBA Cares. In, yeah, yeah. Uh, NBA Cares has one. And it could be NFL Cares or whatever. Mm-hmm. And having them say, all right, just like they do for cancer research, they can do the same thing for criminal justice research. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then let's find out why, you know, one in one in three black men will be incarcerated within their lifetime. Let's find out why and let's see if 
for one, our players are black men, so let's 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 speak from for their behalf, and then let's have them speak to us. Right. And this is something that they care about, and from a business standpoint, it would make sense if we care about it. Yeah, yep. Let's utilize Jay, who already knows some of those issues, already working on those things, and let's earmark a certain amount annually to put towards actual social justice reform. Mm-hmm. One, two. I would love to see a campaign to that effect, working with artists, working with players working together and having those conversations publicly mm-hmm. to say town hall meeting something to the effect yep. of where we can actually have dialogue and conversations to actually make change and then third and finally i do want to see them work the nfl work with kaepernick in some in some regard maybe even donating to his which which san francisco did uh match the know your rights campaign because i think that's a dope idea the know your rights campaign i think is is an incredible uh initiative yep. but i think it's going to be hard for that to happen because I think that the, the Kaepernick camp is so standoffish yeah. when it comes to this, you know, and, and mind you, and I got to say this before we kind of, kind of wrap is that man, Eric, Eric Reed is, Eric Reed is in the NFL. Yeah. Playing for my squad. Like he's, he's in he's the, the hard time. He played for my squad. I'm a Panthers fan. He's in the NFL. Like yeah. he's talking all of this and he's in the NFL. Like this is, but, and then check it out. He, he, we signed Eric Reed, and then we start losing game after that. He got drug tested a million times. Yeah. You think what he's saying ain't real? Yeah. Like so, this is this is what I want to see going forward. I think that me personally, as just who I am watching, I think the first, one of the first things that should happen is when he comes to these tables is the player contracts and the CBA, right? Mm. So I think that's the very first thing. All right, the social justice thing. We already have avenues for him. For that deal, right? Okay. So that's already in place. He's not using the NFL to fund that. That's already going on. Okay. Right. So you're letting that in. So how do we really affect some of the things that involve in that? How does the umbrella go? So if we have a, we go into the CBA and say, hey, we got to work out these contracts. You've already flirted with the idea of guaranteed contracts. Kirk Cousins has one. You guys are getting more and more guaranteed contracts as a, you know, to kind of flirt with the idea. So, you made a case for, you know, top tier. And I hate to say that because Kirk Cousins is not top tier, but <clears throat> you found a way to make it happen for the right players. Your Drew Brees is your, you know, Kirk Cousins, all that. So if we can get a ba- a baseline, livable wage for your guys that are not, you know, high price guys, maybe, mm-hmm. you know, a solid uh, two million, we, whatever price that you come up with. I'm not an economic like that. I don't know you, the numbers, but. If we can get that baseline player financial safety, I feel like two things happen with that. One, you don't have these guys getting caught up in the activities they do uh, outside of staying in the league, your PEDs, your you know, drug movement, whatever. Um, you don't, uh, that kind of eases the pain. Two, that's the best way you can teach economics to these guys mm-hmm. to move and progress into these ownership roles that Jay's at now. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Okay. Also, you're going to protect your asset more if you know that he's still going to have to be around. It's easy to say, hey, I, you know, I don't care what's going on because as soon as you get uh, injured, you're cut, you're gone, goodbye. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Not you get injured, you sit, you, I, I can't cut like the NBA. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So, if I'm going to be more, if you say, because one of the biggest lies of the NFL is they care about player safety. They don't. That's bullshit. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, but I bet you will if you know that you have somebody on your team that you cannot uh, that you have to pay even though he can't play. Okay. I 
I think we want to see that first. And then when you see that, that type of stuff, the NFL has to be more receptive to the the personal player branding that's going to happen with that type of blueprint. The biggest thing about the NFL is that you can't see the players' faces, so it's hard for them to market themselves, unlike the NBA. True. So if these guys are going to be, you know, wide receivers, uh, you know, cornerbacks, you know, guys that really – uh, even linemen, you know what I'm saying? If they want to do outside deals and brand themselves and put their face out there, you got to understand that they're doing that to make life after football work uh, because of, you know, the pensions, the health care is not in their favor. So if they're branding themselves in a way, you can't be the king, the the, the judge, the jury of their brand. You see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. If they're branding a, uh, you know, marijuana in California, that's a le- if they're just branding it, they don't have to smoke if they're branding to make a dollar. You got to let that go. You gotta let that go. You gotta be able to let let them make a a living, branding their name, using the money they are getting to live. Because you're not gonna back them financially in the beginning. You know, in the beginning. That's that's some of the changes I want to see. Okay. Well, that makes sense, man. Well, I mean, going forward, I, and as a community going forward, I really wish we would kind of stop, look, listen, do our research, and pay mm-hmm. attention. Before we call ourselves canceling somebody or yeah. calling someone want to sell out, and I don't just mean for Jay, I mean for any of of the prominent black. I mean, dog, we got thirteen black billionaires. Thirteen, that is it. There are about twelve hundred in the world. Mm-hmm. So first and foremost, when people keep keep kicking that, it ain't about money. It ain't about money. What do you think? This is America. It's always Yo. about money. So so get that na- naive notion out of your head. The only movement that we haven't had that has been you know protracted and 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 meaningful has been an economic one yeah we need an economic movement more so than anything because all the things that we are trying to do we have to do with an economic base so <laughs> so, so check this out like be real with, with stan crockley like the one of the things that people hate when stan crockley moved the Rams, and i've been kind of <laughs> giving people shit uh about it because i was like man i love the move like you love the, you love the fact that they that he left uh he got rid of the Rams. I'm like, hey, man, billionaires don't stay billionaires by listening to non-billionaires. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Y'all can be all the mad you want to, but you see what he did. You know, how, hey, you can't, you ain't stuck here. Say that, say that again. Say that again. Billionaires don't stay billionaires by listening to non-billionaires. Amen. It just doesn't happen. Amen. So if you really want to get to where you, you feel your voice is a uh, difference in this and that regard, Become a billionaire, and I'm not saying it's a flip of the switch, but if Jay was take is really thinking about your personal non-billionaire attitude, do you think this would work the way it's working right now? Not for him, no. Not for him, not for us, because then he, he does not do. He's not been able to pay people's. He can't do what he's doing for the uh, Reform Alliance without making the, the business he did. I can't help the poor if I'm one of them, so I became rich and helped the poor. That's the win-win. It's just, you know, that it's just it's it's a different approach because again, y'all, we're gonna have different approaches to this thing. Some people gonna wanna burn it all the way down. I get you. Mm-hmm. All right. Some people are gonna you said be, all wanna, right. <laughs> I mean, all right. Hey, okay. But yeah. I don't I don't get what you, what what's left once you burn everything down. Yeah. But that's me. Um some people are gonna wanna work within the system. I get that too. Yep. Some people are going to want to uh a combination of both. And I get that too. There's different approaches to this, guys. And that don't mean that we enemies because we approach it a different way. It just means that we're approaching it from multi, you know, a multitude of ways so we can get to the same result. And I think the same result is for for one for social justice. When we're talking social justice, 
black men and women not being uh, not being killed by the police on camera in the street. Simple as it gets. For real. That's the issue. Whomever gets me to the to that solution is who I'm riding with. And it, it ain't got to be a celebrity. It could be a local prosecutor. It could be a judge. It could be, I don't give a fuck. But whoever going to get us to the point to where we are not killing kids and women, on, and, and this is continuing and continuing to happen with no legal recourse. That's what I'm, you know what exactly. I'm saying? That's the bottom line. When you, one of the things that people like to say is, uh, in this whole deal is, that we like to devalue uh, ourselves as people. People see us as devalued. Mm-hmm. Okay, if and that's the case to a lot of degrees. For you know, we know how the media has been. So if we get to a point where we get more people in more rooms, like Jay Z and the Rich Pauls, and making yeah. those type of that type of stuff, that means the next time that a young black person, a black person, period, is pulled over, that cop has has to ask himself who might be involved with this person. You see what I'm saying? What might happen if this goes down? I don't care what's going on. I don't give a dang if, if they came through and saw somebody uh, sprawled out, you know, jacking the age, you know what I'm saying? You still do the due diligence because, hey, that's a human being, and you don't know who that person is connected to. Correct. And, that, and, and that's and, what we're trying to do with social yeah, reform. And nine say. times out of ten, guys, that's why they police the way that they police exactly. in the environments that they police in. The reason why they don't police that way in, in middle class and upper middle class um, and, of course, rich neighborhoods is the very fact that HT just said, which is I don't know who you know. I right. don't know if you know the mayor. I don't right. know if your father's a lawyer. I don't know if your, your, your uncle's, you know. A judge. I don't, I don't know, know that. that. So if yep. I pull you over and I rough you up, and then that judge then comes in Monday morning, and makes a phone call, then I ain't got a job no more. No. With black folks, poor black folks, I kind of know. Yeah, <laughs> I kind of know. You don't know nobody. Right. You ain't got nobody bagging you. Right. So I'm gonna treat you how I treat you. Yeah. Because you don't have the representation, the support, or the knowledge to be able to be intelligent enough to say, hey. Here's my, you know, I have the right to remain silent. I'm invoking my right to remain silent. All you get is my ID, my driver's license, and the things that you ask for. Am I being arrested? No. Then I'm going to proceed on my way. That's it. If you don't know those things, when what I just said is very, very important. If you are not being arrested and being accosted, then, or or they can't tell you why, then you are free to go. The only way they can keep you is if you, you've been detained or arrested. And then they can only question you. They can only question you if you allow yourself to be questioned because the minute you say lawyer, all questioning stops. Immediately. Immediately. And if you don't know a lawyer, you can find one. They'll give you time to find one. Yeah, they'll give you time to find one or one will be provided for you. That's your right as as an American. Even to your point, if if somebody has you on camera saying all of that and you get shot after that, now what are we really talking about? Yeah, now we're talking about something different as opposed to... that's you know. supposed to be exactly what it is. Yeah. So that's what I'm talking about when people, I think what we're really getting getting down to it is, now is now, is, this is what we're doing at STL.com. This is what we're doing. As, this is what we're doing the podcast. It's not what we're saying. So when we say, when we, it's nice to have dreams. Dreams are comforting. Yes, yes. it is. Mm-hmm. But when you see somebody doing it, you know, and I think, uh, I really want to say that with Jay doing this, Making this power move, which is something that we talked about on this, I'm going to continue to talk about. When you make because this, whether you like it or not, it's a, it's power, a power move. move. Yeah, it's a move I think power. Yeah. One of the things that people truly don't like is now that we're making that progress. What do I have to say? It was easy when I could keep saying the same thing over and over in these conversations, but when that gets a, gets solved or getting pro, close to being solved, what do I contribute now? Am I looking to the next thing? Am I was I so sitting on this that now that it's getting to a point I don't I feel irrelevant. 
that's not the case. So if you're not part of that and you see that's going support, and if that's going great, then you look at the next thing because this still not fixed. This still doesn't fix uh-uh. everything. And it's going to take, take people, not person. It's right. going to take people. And talking needs to slow down yeah. sometimes too. Go do. And go do. Vote. Yeah, go, do. Go, vo- go vote. Like you can't, you can't complain about the legal representation that you have within your your, your state, your district, or whatever, and you ain't vote for the judges. Yeah, you right. can't you can't complain about the district attorney and all these folks because again, that's on the ballot, y'all. So so go out, realize that you are a part of either your progression or your demise by your actions within your community. Because again, it's it's our community. Ain't nobody gonna take care of us but us. I'm, I'm gonna tell you something, and and it's people also gotta understand that the reform alliance. This is uh, it's a legal organization. That means that if you really want to research the company, their mission statements, how they move, it's right there. You can read public. It's public. You can public. read it, see how it's moving, learn from it. And if you really get uh, into it like that, and you reach out, you know, at least you know you're doing your move. What can you learn from just them being there? Because it's all public, it's public information. Yeah. Read what's going on. And if and honestly, if you uh, listen to this and you get down and get a chance to read all that, because I'm backlogged on my reading myself, and you want to come in and talk about what you read, please do. Because I like to break that down on the show going forward myself. Yeah, we'll have that come, and we always willing to have that conversation. So if you, even if you're hearing this at any time that you're hearing this, yep. and you have some intelligent rebuttals, we'll we'll have you on the show. We'll talk to you. And talk talk to you about it, and maybe maybe we're missing something. Maybe we're missing some points. Right. right. But but that this time when when I'm seeing this and I'm seeing how it's moving, I can't see nothing but but positivity yeah. because of the guy yeah. who did it, his track record in, in doing it, and the way that he's moving and in, in doing. He's not coming in as an employee. I'm coming in to partner with y'all. Yeah. So that means if I don't like the partnership, I can go my way and y'all can go y'all's. Partnership is the key. <laughs> partner, I think, and like, like I said before, everybody's talking about the. The the size of it all. The true word is partnership. Partner. That means that you have to shake my hand. We have to come to agreement as we move forward. If the first thing that the NFL wanted to get rid of was the ownership term, partner is the best term, and Jay brought it there. Yeah. So how can you be mad? I can't be mad. Yeah. I think we got to a good point, man. Yeah, I think I think we talked about it. But again, um, what we doing? STL uh, Facebook. What we doing? STL Twitter. What we doing? STL. Instagram, uh, please let let us know, you know, if there was anything that we missed, if anything we need to cover, if you have any thoughts about this show in particular. Um, we're going to continue to talk about topics like these, go in depth on them, and we appreciate your feedback. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Uh, like I say, uh, I'm not really a J fan musically, but what he's done out of the booth has been fantastic, and I think he's pushing everything forward, and I appreciate that. This is what we doing, it's your boy H.T. Sims. Mr. Mix. Peace.
Hey man, we out of here, bro. Hold on, hold on. We, 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 we got to go, bro. We, 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 we,